You're listening to the Spiritually Minded Mom Podcast. This is episode 93, How to Trust God No Matter What, with Gabrielle Nedsey. Hi, this is Darla Trendler, and welcome to Spiritually Minded Mom. My goal is to help you gain confidence in your ability to hear and follow God's voice in motherhood and in life. Listen to hear interviews with all kinds of moms who are learning to navigate motherhood by partnering with our heavenly parents. Welcome to the Spiritually Minded Mom podcast. I am so happy to be here today, and I have a really special guest for you. Her name is Gabrielle Netsi, and if you listen to episode 91, you remember that was the episode I did with 13 women all sharing how they hear him, and Gabrielle was one of those women who came and shared a very small part of her story of being coming from Venezuela and having to leave her family behind and and she just bore a, such a strong testimony of God's love, and I really wanted to know more of her story. And so I've gotten to know her since that interview a little bit, and now I'm bringing her on the podcast so that she has a whole half hour to share her whole story, and you're going to love hearing from her. So she is an immigrant from Venezuela, and she's also a mom of two, and she really loves her family. She's a daughter and a sister in addition to being a wife to her husband. And she joined the church in Venezuela in 2015. And I'm excited to hear more about her conversion story. And one of the things she also wrote about herself is that she's always going forward, no matter the circumstances. And you will hear that. She has faced some really hard things and she does always go forward with faith. So Gabrielle, thank you so much for being here and for letting me interview you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm thrilled. (laughs) Oh, it's so good. Okay. So I want to start off going way back and some of the conversation that we've had before this interview and and some of the things that that we went back and forth talking about, you told me a lot about the love of your family. You love your family so much and especially your mom. So tell me a little bit about your mom. What did she teach you about God when you were growing up? How did she help form this great faith that you have? Uh, She's so wonderful. She taught me a lot of God and to love him, to respect him, and to be afraid of him. I mean, um, when I said to be afraid of is to be aware of his power on everything you do in your life. So she is a real, real woman of faith. And she is always grateful with him. And even though she's not part of the church, she always taught us that to pray him and that he loves us and that he will hear us in our prayer. She is amazing. She uh, I'm going to tell you this story. My sister, my little sister, she is a YouTuber. And she just did uh, some challenge that, I, I don't know the name of it. It's like tag your mom or something. It's more like an interview. And it was like, it was to talk about my sister. No, my mom was proud of us and everything. And my mom said one thing that, you know, touched me. She said, I know I love my daughters and they are spectacular and I'm so proud of them. And they are the best thing that I have. And whatever they do, I'm going to be behind them, support them and be there for them. So 
yeah, we are very united. And even my dad, my dad is amazing too. <laughs> he loves us and he's more like a mom, you know, the type of, he, he's always, he's always calling me. And when I moved here, he's calling me and, oh my dear, are you eating enough? <laughs> Do you have food? Do you have enough money? Even though I'm the oldest and even though that I'm already a woman with kids and, and right. married, he, he treat us like they're little kids, they little girls. So, and that's why we are so united. And we all felt the, the, the power of the God's love on us. And that's what they taught us to be united, to be love each other, respect each other, no matter what. Of course, we can have some argument, but that should be like two minutes and then love like a little sisters. And yeah. yeah, those are the values, the principles they taught us. Well, I love, I love hearing about your family and, and seeing what a great foundation that you had of God's love, like you said, and of, of supporting and loving each other in a family. So I really want to know, because none of your family joined the church with you. So I would love to know what happened in, you joined the church in 2015. What led up to that? How were you introduced to the church and, and what helped you to develop a testimony? Well, it's, here's the thing. In 2014, I went to Cancun and I, and I met a family who was uh, members of the church. They were so kind and so good with me. And I keep, you know, like the, mm, I want to know a little bit more about it. And at the time I was uh, single and I made myself like a goal. And I said to myself, okay, 2015 is going to be my year. Because before that, I was always the one who, if my sisters called me and I need your help, I need you to be here right now. We didn't live like nearby. We were like uh, 45 minutes apart. And I just dropped everything. I grabbed my car and drove to, to my sister's home to take care of my niece and my nephew. I was like more like a, the, the mother of everyone, you know? And, and I said, no, now is my time. It's my time. It's the time for me. It's the time to find a husband. <laughs> that, that was the only thing I missed. And, and then in like, I was like, um, hunting the church because every time that I, I drove through the, the, the chapel, it was closed. But one day I saw people inside and I stopped and go in and like asking, hello, I want to know how this works. They were so happy to see you. I can guarantee it. Oh my it. God. Yes. The missionary was like, oh my God. <laughs> then we set an appointment to, you know, to the, to the first class, to the first lesson. And I really love my missionaries. They were like so beautiful. And he wrote in the, in the Book of Mormon, well, well, sister, you're going to be baptized on April 18th, 
And I was like, hmm, if I don't like it, why did you put any any date if I don't like it? And then he told me, you don't need to be worried. You're going to love it. And in fact, I loved it. So did you get baptized on April 18th? Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. And at that moment, I didn't tell my dad that I was a part of the church. He is good, but he's like, mm, mm. Yeah. He's like, mm. And But my mom was like, if that makes you happy, if that's what you want, go for it. And the church brought so many change on me. I love the church. I love the principles. I love the I love the conferences, the general conferences. The first time when I heard the general conference, I was like, oh my God. It was like amazing. And he was like open eyes. And the good part of it, it was like they were or or that were the same principles and values that my parents taught. So, but now with like a a foundation in the scriptures and uh, that was amazing and in that first um general conference i saw my husband for the first time (laughs) you met him watching general conference yeah he was in in this day uh watching the general conference too and i was like oh my god he's cute and then i thought (laughs) He probably is married, so everyone is married here. Right. But then, yeah. And then um, I asked one of my friends for the church, and she told me that, well, his name is Miguel. And yes, he's the grandson of Aurita, Aura. She went to our work. And and then she told me, and yes, he's single. And I was like, oh my God. So this was like love at first sight at General Conference? Well, on my side. <laughs> <laughs> I love this story. <laughs> and then and um a mutual friend got married and I went to the wedding party. And when he walks in, I was like, Oh my God, he's here. And that night was, um, we started talking. And from that night till 2018, we never been apart from each other. And we started talking and our feelings was like, I knew him from forever. I don't know where he was. It was the same with him. I mean, we felt so good together and we got married in 2016 and we got Amelia in 2017. It was like something like, oh. So the beginning of 2015, you're like, this is my year. This is, and you found the gospel and got baptized and met your future husband. And within two years, you have you add another child and you have this beautiful daughter, Amelia. She is beautiful. I've seen pictures of her. Uh, so that, that is so, such a sweet story. Yeah. I, I said that she's like Gal Gadot. 
<laughs> the Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so sweet. Okay, so so at this time you're living in Venezuela, and there is there's a lot of things going on. So, and and it, in 2018 you made the decision. You just painted the picture of how much you love Miguel and Amelia and and this great life that you're that you're trying to build. You found the gospel. But it, but what led up to you deciding to leave and you left them behind in Venezuela to come to the United States in 2018? What what was going on there? That was like he he didn't have a job at that time, and our company was almost shut down. And um, at that time, it was hard for my family to send us money. Because so, your family was in the United States, right? Yeah. Already. They were, your family had already immigrated. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, when the change of immigration laws and everything, they told me, you need to come. Mm-hmm. Already, uh, my son was already here. They told me, you need to come and we are going to file your papers right away. And hopefully we're going to have uh, Amelia and Miguel as soon as we can. And well, that's what happened. And right. I really thank God for he he is part of our decisions too. Because he, he even though um we bought uh, a ticket to Chile for Miguel, he was was he will be the one who immigrated first in the first place. But then one day, like a, a week prior to his uh, flight, we heard that the air company, air, they, they just shut down. So the company that he was going to fly from Venezuela to Chile, they, they closed. Okay. They closed and we lost the money. And those are so strong signals from God that no, that is not your path. You need to wait for something better. When we, we make the decisions for me to come here, everything goes so smoothly, so like it's meant to be. And since today, everything is meant to be because yeah. that's how it, God wanted to be done. And my mom always said that to me. You need to follow your prompt, how do you say? How do you say? You need to follow the spirit. The spirit is always talking to you and telling you what things you need to do and what what things you don't. That that's the thing that intrigues me so much about your story is that you you've always what from what I've seen of it you just trust God and you make decisions with him and and you trust him. And and another thing that and this was something that in the in the episode with the group that you shared I, two things I noticed, you always talk about the love of God and you always talk about gratitude. So how, how does gratitude play a part in your everyday life of, you know, you're away from your, from your family, you're away from your husband and your daughter. And where does gratitude come in to all of that? Um, that gratitude comes on the promise that we're going to be together. I know that is a promise from God to me. You felt that in your life? Completely. And I'm pretty sure of that. Of course, I need to do my part of the job. He gave me the, the strength and the confidence to, to believe that. But I need to do something, you know? 
I cannot be like sit in Miami waiting like the times or no, 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 no. I need to, I need to seek and I need to find the ways to, to, to make sure that time to, to, and that's why I'm here in Utah yeah. because I, the friend went, when I'm living with here in Utah, he's in the same situation than me. He just, he's an immigrant. He left his family in Venezuela. He has two beautiful kids and a beautiful wife too. And uh, um, he was approved, asylum approved too. And uh, here we, uh, uh, he has uh, a friend who is member of the church too. And he is helping us. He helped a lot of Venezuelan here. So, yeah. So you, so you left your family in in Florida and came to Utah with so that there's a better hope of getting your husband and your daughter here. Okay. Yeah. yeah but to, to make to make the time shorter. I mean, in Miami, maybe it's going to take like three years. It's a lot. And here, hopefully, it's going to be like a year or nine months. Okay. So, so it speeds up the process for you. So here, here's another thing I've thought about with your story. Um, you know, you, you said in, in that last interview that, that chaos is kind of a part of your life, like being in, in a little bit of turmoil, being away from your family. And I'm sure that loneliness, I mean, you are alone in Utah without any of any family support. How do you get through those hard times? The dark days? I cry a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but then I, you know, clean my tears and keep moving because I, I, one of the hymns that I love is the count your blessings. And then I remember and I start counting my blessings. I have a family that loves me. I have two beautiful children's i have a mother and dad that loves me my sisters they are my brother they are always support and i mean with the technology i'm just a, a touch away from them yeah. and i always talk to my husband and the other part that keep gives me peace and 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 calm is that my daughter is with the best people she is with his dad her dad and with my mother-in-law in my sister-in-law in law in my father-in-law and they love her and i mean my my mother-in-law she is a member of the church too she is so well cared and they love her and you know when you see that your child is is in a good hand that takes you away like the world from your right. back. And I mean, I'm so blessed in every single way, even in the hard time, even in the darker days, I'm blessed. Yeah, I, lo I just love your faith. It's so inspiring. So, so here's a question I have for you. Most of, most of my listeners are, they live in the United States or Canada and you know, we've grown up here. We've had the gospel. I mean, that's my situation. I've, I've had the gospel my whole life. Wh what would you want someone like me to know about your experience coming and gaining asylum and the process and, and all of that? Wh what would you want us to know so we can reach out and help? Or Yeah. Um, 
Um, every single person has their their own history, and uh, I'm thankful for mine. Mine even sounds hard or you know like chaos. No, mine is so good. I had, I mean, so many Venezuelan people walk miles and miles and miles to get a better life. I was blessed because I have a visa and I could buy a ticket to fly here. But there are people in extreme poverty that just walk and walk and walk. And even they have to sing um, or their kids or their spouse or any relative, a loved one die in the middle of nowhere because between Venezuela and Colombia, they need to walk like the mountains in Utah with freezing temperature. And they are not prepared with no clothes, with no shoes. I mean, it's that's why I'm blessed. Because even though I'm an immigrant, uh, I was like the best class of immigrant. It's hard to say that. It's like, but it's true. So many people have died on their way to find a better life. And so many people, when they got there, has died too and alone, without family, without no one to help them, to support them. So that's why I'm so grateful. And that's why I know God loves me. And as an immigrant, I have another background. I was raised in a different way. And uh, as a Latin person, we had many different struggles that the state or the Canada people. So we need to fight. in a different way and that's why it's so important to keep faith and to 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 know that god loved us he he loved each of us and i love what you're saying i i mean when you're telling these stories about other immigrants um who were much worse off than you are it it make it reminds me that we all have a story everyone has a journey and a story and different challenges and we can learn from each other Take the time to to find out where someone else is coming from and and what you know what is motivating them to have a better life and puts your challenges in perspective and and helps you to have that gratitude like like you yeah. said I mm-hmm. I have loved that so what kind of what kind of miracles from God have you seen since in this in this journey that you've been on to have a better life? There's one in particular when I got pregnant with my first child. We always talk about Amelia. It's time for Victor. <laughs> Victor is your son. Okay, yeah. let's hear about him. <laughs> On the first um, trimester, I don't know the, the term in English, uh, it was like uh, week five or six. Mm. So early on in your pregnancy. pregnancy. Yeah. I got chicken pox. So that was like a huge concern. So we went all the specialists uh, and even the, I had, uh, I don't know the name, the terminologies in English, amniocentesis, so take 
the liquid from yeah. my yeah amniocentesis yeah uh, yeah okay and I was like 21 years old and one of the doctors that uh, I went to she told me that if I was you I was like terminate the pregnancy and my, my mom and that and I was like and my whole family was like Mm, no, I don't think so. Um, we went to a specialist on uh, neo neonatologist. I mm-hmm. guess is the the name of him, the the specialist, and um, he told us like everything is good. He's developing is good. He he is good. What you need to do when he uh, he born you need to be like um, aware if maybe we, we cannot tell you right now, maybe he can born with some um, sight deficiency or hearing deficiency, so visual deficiency. So everything was good. I had a natural birth and he was the cutest boy ever. And in Venezuela, no, no, not everybody is like, you know, a blonde and everything. <laughs> we are like a mixture of, of many cultures and race. So he was like, even like the whitest kid ever with the gold, <laughs> gold hair. And he was so beautiful. But then my dad, he started looking at him and he started saying like he's not moving his right side in the same way and he was like you need to do something you need to do something you need to do something we went to the doctors we went to the neurologist we 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 did him to mra mri yeah Uh and we find out that he he has some kissed in his brain so he has some um, deficiency, motor deficiency, like uh, um, hypertonicity in his right side. So the thing is, what is the miracle? We find out in the first, I mean, at first sight. And we work on that. And right now he is like beautiful. He, he just do whatever he wants um he is a full grown up uh, teenager and he doesn't suffer or any um cognitive um damage of course he can move his arm and leg in the same way that us but the miracle is that we we make that not a disease or deficiency we we approach that as a, an opportunity or um you are not disabled you are capable to do anything you want and that is from the god's love and all the knowledge that even in the hard time you go to him and he will give you the answers that you need and I mean, he is a miracle because I could take the 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 advice of that doctor and terminate my my pregnancy. 
But now we are a fighter and we go forward and we need to do whatever we need to do. And let's do it no matter what. I think, I think that's a theme of your life. You, you are a fighter and you just keep going no matter what, because you know, God's love uh-huh. and, and because of your faith. I think that's so beautiful. And, and you know what, Darla, when, when you know that and you feel that in your heart, even in the hard time, you're going to feel comfort and peace and no matter what. And of course, the support of, of my family was uh, a huge thing. Yeah, which he blessed you with, right? That was, that was part of God's love as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Well, Gabrielle, this has been so wonderful to get to know you and to hear more of your story and your incredible faith. And I do have one final question for you. Okay. That is, how have you seen and felt your heavenly parents as your partners in motherhood? Well, <laughs> I guess with all that I've been talking, talking uh, that answer, that, that yes, question you, is already you answered. You kind of answered that. That's true. Um, I mean, they are beside and they are always... Um, mm, you know, having that, you're going to be fine. Just keep doing what you're doing. You're doing it well. And I trust them. And I trust the, their signals. And I, I trust their will. And I blind trust, no matter what. I blind trust. If it's, if it's going to turn out good, thank you. If it's not turn out that good thank you too because it's a uh, 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 always learning yeah. always learning from the good and the bad and we need the bad to to learn and not to to make the same mistakes again so that, that is so beautiful just to have that trust in him no matter what comes our way and that that's a great example and and you inspire me and just help me want to have that kind of faith so and I know you'll inspire someone else. So thank you so much for taking time. To come no, thank you, darling. I'm so grateful that we're connected now. And, and I will be praying for you that thank Miguel you. and Amelia will, will be here soon and that you'll thank be reunited. You, thank, you. thank you. I really appreciate this opportunity to tell my story. Um, I hope um, I can help someone else. I, I, I know that you will. You definitely will. Thank you so much. No, thank you, Darla. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. And if you did, share it with a friend. I would love it if you would leave a review and rate it on Apple Podcasts. This actually helps more moms to find the podcast and to gain confidence in their ability to hear and follow God's voice in motherhood. For show notes, resources, and information about courses to help you be more spiritually minded, head over to spirituallymindedmom.com. For more motherhood inspiration, follow along on Instagram at spirituallymindedmom. Have an amazing day. And remember, you are a beloved daughter of heavenly parents who want you to succeed and who want to be your partner in motherhood. Thank you.